Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski with you. Episode number 40 of And Now the Good News. A look at the good news stories that are happening in our world that remind me we're all in this together. And I trust, help you remember that we are really all creating a world that works for everyone. This week, I want to jump right into a great story coming out of uh, Washington State. A young girl, 10 years old, Sydney, and was starting to feel a little hopeless about this whole COVID-19 thing. And well, her mother is a middle school teacher in uh, Everett, Washington. They used a program called Storymaker and started writing videos to empower other kids during this epidemic, this pandemic. So uh, really cool. They've got a great video. They've got a YouTube channel now. And uh, in their latest video, Sydney actually asks teachers to look around to see if maybe their schools have any unused personal protective equipment lying around in the science labs. Uh, not sure if teachers are allowed into the schools there, but uh, I imagine somebody is. And they have a website where you can donate if uh, you happen to have access to a science classroom and there's extra personal protective devices, goggles, uh, masks, gloves, things like that, clothing, uh, cloth covering, you know, those types of things. By all means, check out this website. Uh, I'll leave links in the show notes for you to find that information. Good job, Sydney. Way to keep things up and moving forward. And I watched one of the videos. They're really cute and really well well created. So uh, good scripts and a good message. Good job, Sydney. Now, uh, moving on, this story led me to a story of a young college woman who works in uh, with people with uh, hearing and impairments, deaf or hard of hearing impairments. And she developed a mask, a face mask, that has a plastic spot over the front so that people deaf or hard of hearing could read lips, can still read lips. So, uh, yes, American Sign Language is very important. And... Uh, lip reading is equally integral towards that type of communication. So uh, this uh, young woman, her last, uh, Ashley Lawrence is her name. Uh, great work, Ashley. Way to keep thinking about everything. And this has got another one where it hit the news and there's a video there. I'll leave all those links in the show notes so you can check it out. And I'll tell you, folks, it's hasn't been hard finding good news in the midst of this, uh, the um, number of people that are just being creative in how they reach out into the world, how they continue to do their work, uh, what they're doing for others around them in their society, it's really, really inspiring because the human nature is revealing itself more and more and more. Not the humanity they tell us we should be. 
get this kind of money, have that kind of house. None of that capitalistic reality is happening out there that I see. What I'm seeing is people stepping up and finding ways to help each other to work together and to better themselves. And this next story has a little bit of all of that. Uh, Ben Ramirez is uh, lives in the San Francisco area and he was uh, in training to become a barista, wanted to open his own coffee shop. Obviously, that's not moving forward at the moment. And so he started taking all this coffee equipment he had uh, and supplies and started giving away free coffee to anybody that walks by from the window of his kitchen. Lives on a, a decent, a nice little street there. A tree looks like he's got a tree outside his window, and he uses a uh, an extension grabber type arm, a toy gorilla arm, to uh, pass the coffee off to his visitors. So uh, everybody's maintaining their social distance, as it were, and uh, and he's serving coffee. He's working on his craft. He's supporting people in uh, getting through their day learning something new as he goes. What a great way to still be a part of the recovery, a part of society, even during times when we're asked to stay apart. So uh, good work and kudos to you, Ben. That's a great story in my book. I love, again, how people are stepping up to support each other and do the good work of creating a world that works for everyone. In another COVID-related story, air pollution, and we talked about this a few weeks back, uh, China saw some dramatic air pollution drops. Well, that's happening all over the world right now. Uh, many uh, notable areas, including uh, one of this story that I found in India, uh, there's an area that has, they, they've never really seen the top of the Himalayas. They're about 125 miles away. And they never really see the top of the Himalayan mountains uh, because of air pollution. And now for the first time in 30 years, the they can see the Himalayas. They can see the tops of the mountains. And there are great pictures side by side showing uh, both what it used to look like and what it looks like today. So there's no question that planet Earth is getting a chance to uh, to breathe a sigh of relief, to take a, a bit of time here and allow some healing to happening. And I really do trust that this dramatic shift in air pollution in various country, uh, areas across the country, L.A. here in the United States, China, India, Paris, uh, all over Europe, different places. I've seen side-by-side pic -side pictures where uh, the, the pollution is dropping. And I got, have a feeling that we're going to either find a way or be willing to stay home more and help to keep this down and help to keep the pollution from rising back when we start to rebuild again. Everywhere you go, there's great stories. And it's just a matter of how you look at them. I found this one as well, and this one I've seen in quite a few places. You may have seen it as well. Uh, there's a pair of giant pandas that live in a zoo in Hong Kong. They've been together since 2007 and uh, never, uh, never hooked up, never mated, and never worked to uh, reproduce their species. Well, 
here in the midst of all of this, uh, they've had a chance to mate. Uh, some people are joking. They just needed some privacy, right, after being on display for 13 years. Uh, now, there are a few other factors. Pandas have a, a fairly low libido to begin with, and uh, a female is only capable of um, of mating during, uh, it's a short one to three day cycle where she's actually fertile and uh, and would be able to produce a cub. So uh, zookeepers are incredibly excited, 13 years, and uh, they're going to keep a close eye on the, the female panda there, Ying Ying, and uh, make sure that she's taken care of. So great work, panda bears. Uh, everywhere I turn, there's more and more stories of animals making a comeback, species having the chance to breathe. I've seen pictures of mountain lions in Boulder and uh, all kinds of uh, different animals that are kind of reclaiming some of their habitat. But more importantly, they have a chance to be without the pressures of being watched, being hunted, being controlled. And that's really, really good news in my book as well. Now, not to say that all stories are COVID, are COVID-related night right now, because the world is still moving forward, and there are still are, still are innovations that are coming forward. And before this whole thing happened, this program focused a lot on renewable energy, how we're going to work to save the bees, uh, how we get rid of pollution and plastic pro and the plastic problems. And the, our last two stories today take us back to that style of programming. Uh, first one is solar driveways. There's a company that, uh, Platio Solar, that has developed uh, solar paver blocks. So, uh, and they make them out of recycled consumer plastic. So it takes about 400 of the PET bottles. They don't say quite what size, uh, but they compress those down into pavers. And then these pavers are made into electric panels. So a 215 square foot driveway system can either power a house for the year or power a car for the year. And you can use it in either, uh, you can set it up to go one direction or the other. So it doesn't say you couldn't have two of them as well, one for the car and one for the house. But uh, there's a good video on this one. I'll leave the, that in the show notes for you. Really cool system. They'll withstand uh, driving a car on top of. You can park your car on them. So you could turn your patio into a solar patio. Your patio, your driveway, any big space, you could turn that into a solar energy producer and power your car or your house. What a great, great idea. I love these things. And I'm sure it's just been a matter of time for these guys to be able to get this all together so the the company's out of budapest and they are uh, reselling in europe i don't know if they're here in america yet uh, but it's called platio solar and i'll be sure to leave links for that for you as well and our final story today uh their scientists have uh discovered and this is a french company carbios uh, they've been working to bring a technology to market. They found an enzyme that within composted leaves. And they're using that enzyme to break plastic down 
into something that can be recycled in just a matter of hours. And uh, now they've, they, they're proving the technology uh, and they intend to bring the technology at least as far as an industrial scale. Won't be for a few years. 2024, 2025 is their target date to have this at an industrial scale. Uh, however, they, uh, they've really looked at it and realized that you know, plastic recycling isn't straightforward. The, it, it's not just like, oh, melt it down and turn it in. And it takes a lot of work. You've heard us talk on this program a lot about different uh, attempts to recycle PET plastic and all of that. Carbios uh, really does look like they've got something here that can work. And it'll be a matter of uh, are they able to ramp this up and prove it on the, and make it work on the industrial level. They're also working on an idea to uh, to work on the plastic film problem, right? The uh, all the all the plastic film is just as bad as the hard plastics, uh, if not worse, and even harder to recycle. And so they've started to turn some attention in that direction as well. So, good work, Carbios. There really is some great innovation happening on the planet at this time, folks, and we know that it's a uh, a little strange and a little interesting out there, but I know there's still good news. And I invite you this week to look for the good news stories that are out there. When you find one, drop us a line, leave a note on one of our pages, or just send an email over one way or the other. We would love to feature the good news that you find in the world. That's all I've got time for today, folks. I'm going to go back into the studio and keep creating some good resources to uplift your day. In the meantime, please do share the good news with a friend or two. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring. <laughs>